0: The Rink Rat Report podcast is also brought to you by Season 2 of The Law Garage. Host Marco Shara, a Toronto criminal defense lawyer, interviews various criminal lawyers about the practice of criminal defense, gets them to share their war stories and helpful tips for up-and-coming lawyers interested in the area of law. Out now on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Step into the garage, listen to the experts, and get a tune-up. The Rink Rat Report podcast is brought to you by Betstamp, the ultimate sports betting companion app. Track follow, and analyze your bets across multiple sports books. And while you're there, check out the world's first verified buy-and-sell marketplace for f- sports betting picks. Download the app today.
1: All right, we're recording? Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the Rink Rat Report podcast, where we talk about a disappointing, stupid team that loves to blow leads. Relax, As TV. always, joined by Josh and Jason.
0: What up? How's it going?
1: Oh, my God. W- what has happened to the Leafs? Ever since they've had this, like, lightened schedule, it seems like, they have blown so many multi-goal leads. Like, if we go through it, Colorado, they were up 4-1. Vegas, they were up 3-1. Arizona, they didn't blow it because they never got the lead against one of the worst teams in the league who is somehow on a heater right now. But... The, They're going to
2: smash that win total that we talked about. Oh, yeah, for we're sure. We're going to smash it.
1: The 20-win win total. Yeah, that's right. But uh, then after... Arizona, who it was? Blues. The Blues. That was a nice little choke job there, 3-1. And then tonight, up 3-1 against the Rangers. And we all know that they actually lost this one. They couldn't, you know, fumble their way back into it. But just an utterly incredible display of chokery from the Leafs. Like, do do they have to play worse in the first period or something like that? Like, this is – I know they've had injuries or – I guess, illnesses and COVID and injuries and all that, but this has just been insane, just the asinine plays in our own zone. Any thoughts? So I can actually breathe. Well, tonight
0: was not the best night for us, obviously, but a little bit of that is losing two top four defensemen and being out for tonight's game, Muzzin and Hall. Hall hasn't had the great year, but I I think... Over like since the start of January, I think he's actually been pretty okay.
1: 2022 hole.
0: Yeah, he, that's 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 the hole we like. Um, but new year, new him. Um, but yeah, no, L- L- Lilgren and Sandin. I know we were talking about them, hope, hoping that they could we could see them off the line. They looked terrible, like not great. tonight. I was tonight.
1: so excited to see that Dermot, mm-hmm. Sandin, and Lilgren all in the lineup with Sandin and Lilgren on the same pairing, the second pairing, and. Oh my God, did Bra- Asma Sandin lay an egg today. Oh God, yeah,
0: he was he was terrible. You
1: guys were breaking it down off camera. Oh my God. He he didn't turn his head once, and he was brutal in his own end.
0: Yeah, he had a lot of problems picking up his match, his, his, his man in his own zone. He was struggling a, a lot with that, and it seemed like for most of the goals that he was on the ice for, he was kind of caught in no man's land, which is not something you want to see from a defenseman. But in, in the grand scheme of things, this for Sandy, I think this is a good game for him because it it'll let him not a good game in the sense that he played well, it's good for a it's a good learning experience for him. He made a ton of mistakes. He played not not his greatest, but the only way for you to improve is to make mistakes and get better from it.
2: That's such a positive mindset. <laughs> good for you. That's honestly a fantastic mindset. Do you think Sheldon Keefe will have the same mindset in the video room tomorrow? <laughs> Definitely not, but
1: what was it what did Nick Wright say something about like LeBron? Um it was something about LeBron. It was like Kyrie did something. He's like, oh, this is actually good for LeBron or something like that. I'm tr- I'm trying to relate it. I have to look it up later. But anyways, that's that's just an utterly incredible way to spin an, <laughs> what was a horrific game for he Russell was Sending tonight. Was bad, yeah.
2: This was like... It, it sometimes gets magnified, the mistakes, when the puck ends up in the back of the net, right? Mm-hmm. But these were like... Just brutal error. So yeah. I can, I'm can i going to do a quick breakdown. This is, might be bad radio, but if you want to pull up the highlights, pull it up. Goal number one, it's a strong four check against Dermott. He absorbs the hit. The puck goes up the wall. Essentially, our entire team is on that side, and Reeves is just sitting wide open in front of the net, and Alex Biega, I understand. It's a call-up. It's like he's kind of being put in a tough spot there, um, but it's his opportunity, and maybe it has something to do with being nervous or being not that decisive as an NHL player, but he essentially just leaves Reeves wide open in front of the net. Yeah. Like it's his man. It's a weak side forward. Got to have that covered. Okay. So that's a goal. Okay. The second goal they like to talk about on the broadcast of Sandin, you know, he's got to get bigger, stronger, getting out muscled by Ryan Reeves. He did get out muscled, but I thought he actually did a good job like moving him from the front of the net. It was kind of a bad bounce. You said the puck probably deflected it, off his stick. It, it, it ramped in. off his stick. Yeah. So he got he got his stick so, on uh, the puck. You he know, almost that, got that one is like a bad luck one, for example, mm-hmm. where, you know, in a lot of instances, that probably doesn't go in the net. Okay, we'll ignore that. The third goal. I mean, he just completely left Ryan Stroman in front of the net for, uh, it was honestly like two and a half seconds. To he, chase up the boards, the side that Timothy Littlegrim was already on. To chase his weak on. side help, which was, not necessary at all. at The time there's no danger coming from there at all, and he just leaves them in front. And Stroh makes a good play, delays back door to Fox. That's another bad one. Fourth goal, bad bounce, open net. Okay, yeah. again, that no, happens. I don't think any of these goals are on Jack Campbell, by the way. That's mm-hmm. my take. But um, the, he no. did he did slip on one of them. But again, like that's like it, it's it, tough. if you give me the blame meter, I'm mm-hmm. blaming the defenseman on all these one bad yeah. bounce. But goal five was the the peak where. Again, a guy just skates right by you to the front of the net, Rasmus Sandin. And you don't even turn to look and say, oh, shit, that guy's in front. Like, he He, just lets him walk to the front of the net. He
1: was also on the ice. He got worked by, I believe it was Kevin Rooney, number 17, on one play. And Campbell made the save. It was just a clear, just bodied right around him.
2: This was the worst game probably Sandin's played this year. Like, it's unfortunate. His
1: five-on-five expected goals was 50% too. But here's the other
2: thing. Like... This, some of it is luck. Some of it mm-hmm. is. It was luck. But at this point, he's whatever one of the best expected goals players in the league. But he's a he's a zero and plus minus now after tonight. Wow. So again, some of that is luck for sure. But could some of that be the things we've seen tonight? Because mm-hmm. sometimes we question why isn't Sandine in the lineup? Like I don't. These are little micro things that he could just improve on. Yeah. So that's something we saw from tonight. It was a big, big opportunity for these guys for Sandin and Lilgren, And it was like an F, honestly, I feel bad to say, but it was a really, really rough game. It's only one game. We can, we can improve, but in terms of a test run of these guys in the top four, that is as bad as it can get. Yeah. Um, The fourth line has
1: been absolutely terrible. And I've got some uh, fun numbers for you here. Uh, Kyle Clifford's expected goals. So, this goes, I'm going back a few games here from the Chicago game. All right, 35.26, 28.76, 16.11, 25.7, 5.97, and 23.07. Edmonton, for some, somehow he was, Chicago, he was on the ice for 2 4 2 against. Edmonton, he was on the ice 2 4 1 against. Don't know how. After that, Colorado won. Vegas 0 0. St. Louis won and New York won. Zero. He hasn't been on the ice for a goal four in four games. And he's been on the ice for three against. Yeah. he's.
2: I, I don't think he's an NHL regular for us. If no. It, mm-hmm. He's like forward 15. Yeah. 14, 15. Around there. So it is what it is at this point. You got some. Co- but I agree. The fourth line overall. The, the, like, again, we're reviewing the week. The last two games, it's been atrocious. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah crazy wow no arguments there no, no not at all very clear I mean, they've
1: just been completely terrible look at any one player on that line like they've and if, every time you sort by expected goals they're at the bottom for the they're, least they're mm-hmm. it's all three of those guys at the bottom yeah
0: they're always getting shelled it seems like and it's i i wonder the only thing to me that that's going to solve this is just getting our guys back we and, need nick ritchie back oh line. gosh i don't I know i think
2: i think Maybe we'll give Pierre Engvall his Yeah, I was was about to say that. He had an
1: awesome game tonight. He's He's been pretty good
2: all year Mm -hmm. at everything other than, like, zone entries, really. Like, he's still lost in that in terms of—and I don't even mean, like, from our own zone to probably the center ice line, he's really good. Because it's essentially, like, retrieve the puck off the wall and get the puck out of the zone. But the creativity part of that, we know that's not really his game. Mm Mm-hmm. But creativity brain in thing. terms of everything else, like I think he's been pretty good. He's been solid.
1: They had a couple fantastic four.
2: Like they were fantastic line tonight. The third line of Makhayev, mm-hmm. Kampf, they were and I very get, strong. Makhayev. Ooh, look at these f- numbers. They Sorry to shrug, interrupt. Their xG numbers are oh really my strong. god. They're really Makhayev
1: ninety-two point two three, Engvall ninety point two eight, and Kampf eighty-nine point five six. Essentially, they were on the ice for. They're one goal four, a few great chances, which I clipped and put out there on Twitter, and then n- basically nothing against. They like, had a
2: fantastic night. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Even the shot differential, 12-2, 12-3, 11-4.
2: And by the way, oh. do you want to know the most common line they were matched with? Was the Artemi Panarin line. Interesting. Wow. So Interesting. that was That's a positive.
1: Hey. Uh, uh, there are some weird positives to take away, but oh, like yeah.
2: oh, the Leafs played better than the Rangers. Yeah, they yeah. should yeah. deserve
1: they, to win. a meter, they was smoked them in the sixty. To,
2: it was eighty, I think.
1: It was at one point. It was after five hundred simulations, sixty-eight percent.
2: Okay, not bad. But it makes sense when you watch the game because mm-hmm. the mistakes were so brutal and so yeah. obvious. Yeah. played. Shersturkin did what he's done mm-hmm. all year, he's so which is good. This is a good stat surfing stat, but I want to give it now. Is they said on the broadcast, I didn't look it up, I'm just trusting the broadcast. The Rangers had not given up more than one goal in a first period all year until tonight, which think about that. No wonder they're doing so well. That's a crazy stat. It's him. Yeah. It's him. He's yeah. been fantastic. He's been carrying his that movements team, when he's on the
1: ice, on his knees. It's like anything like Kevin Woodley from In Goal Magazine brought it up, and I've noticed it since. It looks like he's moving. On his knees, it looks like he's moving like a regular goalie would move on their feet. He just moves around so quickly and so smoothly, you're you can't beat him.
2: It's Somehow. something I, I remember I can't think about it, but Elliot Friedman said on his podcast, in the way that they've been developing Russian goalies in Russia, they at some point in the two thousands they changed this, I don't know, I can't tell you exactly what it was, but you could tell like there's so many good Russian goalies mm-hmm. that have come back come up in the in last couple of years. Sorokin's the same age as Vasilevsky. Uh,
1: Vasilevsky, obviously. Samsonov. Mm-hmm. Shester- like,
2: there's a ton Shesterkin. of good goalies that have come from Russia lately. Archer Aktumov. He's a Leafs prospect. There's, <laughs> and there's more we're forgetting. I'm just telling <laughs> Yeah. You know, but yeah, he's fan- he's, he was great well, in the, the first, first round. The first round
1: Nashville played. pick guy that keeps forgetting how to play at the World Juniors. I don't know why. I- Askarov? Askarov. Askarov.
2: But he's going to be good too, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. he will
1: be. Just not... At the World Juniors, for some reason.
2: So, uh, and he he made the All Star team, didn't he? Shesterkin? I, no. I, I, did. I thought he was the final. No, goals it was guy. Oh, it was Stamkos. It was Stamkos. Ah. Yeah, Shesterkin didn't make it. Which There's is crazy. a lot of. He's at a 940.
1: Like he le- he's gonna win the Vesna, for sure. And he's not gonna be an All Star. It's That's Jari crazy. and someone else, J- J- and Anderson. It's Anderson. The participation Jari and Anderson. game.
2: That's crazy.
1: I don't get it either. Uh, You mentioned Stamkos. He was last man in. Um, A lot of people are upset that it wasn't Nylander over Tavares. I mean, Tavares has also had a pretty good year in there, but I was comparing. So I wanted to. I was comparing uh, Steven Stamkos to William Nylander, their numbers, and just to see. Stamkos is obviously having a great year. The Tampa Bay Lightning have been dealing with injuries, and despite that, he's been fantastic. his expected goals numbers above 50%, like everything. So I was comparing him and Nylander. I'm like, okay, what are the five-on-five five numbers? Stamkos was up by three points in that category. Okay. And then I looked at, okay, what are the power play numbers? I expected Stamkos to be way higher. Nylander had one more point than Stamkos on the power play. And so I went, okay, this doesn't make sense, though, because I believe Stamkos in all situations has 10 more points than Nylander. I've only got three more points here, two more points here. Like, where are the rest of these points? And I found a crazy stat here. When Tampa Bay's net is empty, when Tampa Bay pulls their goalie, whether that be, I I guess, whether that be at the end of the game to go six on five, when there's a delayed penalty to go six on five, Steven Stamkos leads the league with 8 points.
2: I thought you meant when the other team's net was empty he has No,
1: those like points. empty net goals you mean? No, 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 no. like we, when oh, his oh. net is empty. Holy oh, that's, smokes. Smokes. that's impressive. crazy impressive. Yeah. 8 points and Hedman has 6. That's honestly kind of wild. His on shooting percentage is like 47%. No,
2: that's crazy. I thought you You know meant who, I, you know who he meant leads the league net. in goals? Ooh. Corey Perry with 4. So they have a system, eh, when they're down they're they're on it. That's cr- I thought when you texted me that, I was like, oh, he's got like the Ovechkin empty, empty netters. Hope. No,
1: you're saying,
2: wow, that is a crazy Because stat. they're
1: tied with empty net points when the other team has the empty net, two and two. So I, I was digging. I'm like, where are these points for Stamkos?
2: He's eight. That's crazy. Eight. So do you want to get into the all-star discussion or do you want to talk the Blues game first? Uh, let's talk the Blues game first. We'll, we'll save it. We'll save the all-star discussion if you're listening. It's coming up.
1: Yeah uh that was a crazy games. game yeah
2: that was like one of the most back and forth entertaining games of the year i would say but i had like, the
1: leafs on that that game too and uh yeah. oh yeah saturday was big betting games a betting day mm-hmm. so i really needed that win to offset uh you know uh stefan diggs and connor connor, connor mcfraud Fraudvid, Oh Connor oh maybe
2: we'll get into edmonton later too but maybe. um that was a really fun game again like the Leafs did blow it, but I thought they played well overall. It's weird. It's almost like they're, they're, the totality of their games have been good, but there's been these moments, exactly, that will cost you. And they've done a really good job, to be fair, in the last couple of years of limiting those, like the last two years specifically. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, like 16, 17, 18 Leafs were, oh. were doing this all the time, like specifically 2016, 2017, like, and 2017, 20 Like they were just blowing leads. Left, right, and center. Yeah. We've kind of come accustomed to being able to not totally. do that. Yeah. But yeah, this is a crazy game. Like
1: uh I'm screwing up my laptop right now, sorry. <laughs> Jason, you uh, missed Marner's goal. That was an absolute yeah, that was a, night. I had Jordan
2: have... Jordan Bennington had a rough night, but some of those goals were pretty nice. Oh yeah. Oh
1: well, that sixth goal is tough. <laughs> that was a yeah. terrible goal. Did you see the I posted it, but did you see what the blue social media posted? Yeah.
2: Give it Give us a rundown of
1: that What a complete joke. So Michael Bunting, he turned on the play, and uh, 77, their big Finnish defenseman, gave him a hit to the bu- from behind. But he kind of turned, so it was 50-50 there. And Bunting's, like, yelling at him like he always does because he didn't like the hit. And Tory Krug comes in and blindsides him and then mauls him on the ice.
2: He got a penalty, didn't he? He
1: got a penalty for roughing. Bunting got a penalty for unsportsmanlike.
2: You're not allowed to strip I'm and hawk anymore.
1: Sportsmanlike. I, I don't understand that one as well, at all. So, like I clipped at him like this is a joke. The blues social media clipped that play and said, Don't talk shit to our bench unless you're willing to talk to Tory Krug. <laughs> Tory Krug does not fight, he fully just blindsided him. Yeah.
0: A coward, play. and then you
1: lost that game on top of that, you freaking complete losers.
0: And you know who's fishing? What
1: was that? Was incredible. What social, me, like, I I don't know, like, what social media manager just like, looks at a play and says, like, Oh, a cheap shot. Oh, we need Beautiful. that. Yeah. We need that.
2: It's okay. He looked good a when he was fishing the puck out of the net and on the last goal. There we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, so that game, like, it was just back and forth, like, oh, yeah. Marner snipe. Tavares had an absolute rip of a goal. Like, that was a complete snipe. I'm
1: not going to lie. The, the Marner and Tavares goals were very stoppable for Bennington. You think? Yeah. They were just shots.
2: But they were good shots. Well-play they were good shots.
1: shots. It's not like, oh, that's a weak goal. But it's like, two in a row, it's like, okay, you got to have one of those.
2: And then we were talking about, what was the name of the defenseman that was, like, chirping? And then on the power play... It's the same guy, seventy-seven, right? Seventy-seven. The that guy got, he put got in into an a absolute fight. blender yeah. by Marner before the past to Matthews. Go look at that goals. He's like flopping like a fish, like he forgot how to skate.
1: He was right in the way of Bennington. He's the guy. He got into a, a a little bit of a tilt with Crosby. Yeah. As well, I have no idea who this guy is. I'm not gonna lie. I've usually had my finger on the pulse of all NHL players. I have no clue who this guy is or where he came from. He had a very eventful night, though. It's I think <laughs> he, he got a point in that game. It's so but funny! I'm watching. He was it again. on the ice for a lot of goals. He's just literally cheddar. flopping
2: around, and then he screens his own goalie and gets <laughs> scored on. But the bright side is the Leafs go down in the third period. You mm-hmm. think all hope is lost, and they come back and win the game. The shots they they outshot, they outchanced, they outanalytics whatever you want to say.
1: Ne- uh, William. <laughs> Timothy Lilgren first career goal. Which was
2: also a pretty well played shot. I know it was a screen, but mm-hmm. he ripped that puck. And Joe's been talking a lot about his ability to get pucks through. And he's had a lot of shots on net this year get through. That Hell was yeah. one that went in for him.
1: Hell yeah. And then he had a really nice feed to Nylander as well. Nylander hit the post on a one-timer there. He was like below this, the bottom of the circle too, which is just bananas. Sometimes he he jumps up into the plate. I like how, he, how aggressive he is on defense. You just need to polish out some things, and it's like it's a little bit annoying because it's you're on a team that you're really pressing, yeah. right? So it's, to have to it's iron gonna be it out. it's gonna
2: be like the so it be a process the fine line of you don't want to rain these guys back, right? That's that's the one thing that the Leafs have done that's been good is when they're playing, it's not hey Timothy, don't rush it, Sandy, don't rush it, play conservative, yeah. don't surf the lo- the blue line to get a shot like they're doing all that good stuff, so. I'm happy with that. They'll they'll develop. Though. Like Jason said, the road bumps happen. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on St. Louis, Jason?
0: It was a fun game to watch. It was electric, just back and forth the entire night. You uh-huh. said NHL has the worst officiating. Yeah, no, that what? was like one of the worst officiating games I've ever seen. I think no, it was very it was brutal. Confusing. Even like, surprised
1: I- you were able to see the Leafs game with all the, the tears in your eyes from the Patriots. <laughs> but uh, anywho, <laughs> I, I got I got mine the next day. So, how? Anyways. But
2: no, I'm not going to do that. So.
0: Okay. Uh, anyways. What was I going to say? Yeah, no, no, just brutal fishing. I forgot what uh, – there was a couple like like the bunting play where somehow that was a, a so call was on watch- him.
1: So th- I was and- watching it again, and it was like, – okay, so the the bunting one made no sense yeah. there. The Muzzin. Jake Muzzin yeah. fully tripped someone <laughs> right in front of the ref. They didn't call that. But there was
0: a play before that that didn't get called on the – it was someone got – oh, it was the Lilligan. Lilligan on the goal. When so he literally got one, manhandled. Got his arm
1: kind of tied up with Kairou. And then Kairou did make a motion to pull him down there. Like, he, he got his arm into Kairou, and then Kairou kind of grabbed him with both hands and then pulled him down. Mm-hmm.
2: And so, like, it, it I guess you could say it's 50-50, ref just let them play, but it's like... No, in full-time, though, like, you slow it down, you see that in full-time, it just looked like he absolutely he grabbed, grabbed him, him and pulled through. him to the ice. Yeah. yeah. Which should have been
0: a penalty, the ref was standing right there. were
2: complaining that Kerfoot was hooking
1: Mikola on the Tavares goal. Miko Mikola, uh, eventful night. Um, I don't see that. It looks more like when you watch it in real time, it looks like Mikola is hooking Kerfoot in that one. <laughs> the classic. Double it was hook. just a really. They were all mm-hmm. mauling each other on the. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not surprised that the refs made so many wrong calls because, like, it was just a it was a shit show out there. Yeah. But I feel like they were trying to manage the game in terms of, oh, we missed one here, we'll make it up there. What yeah. are you looking at? I just
2: watched the. Big Ecola buddy against Kerfoot. Sorry, I don't mean to disrespect them, but that in no, that you are right. That is a hook on the St. Louis player, not on Kerfoot. That is not even close. So I don't know about that, but
1: so that's the thing. It's like all these plays are up to such like interpretation. I'm not surprised that the NHL refs. Are, it's like oh, they're getting it wrong for everyone. Thinks the refs are terrible, but like when you watch it was Clifford got called for a trip the other night. And everyone was like, "How?" Uh, everyone on the Leaf side was, "How was that a trip? How was that a slew foot?" He just fell, and then all the you check all the quote tweets of fans from other teams. They're like, "Yeah, that was a trip. That's a trip. That's called the trip."
2: Even the what did you think about Crazy. the kicked kicking motion tonight? Like oh, that, was that was just wrong. Just weird. That's wrong. <laughs> it's just okay. I understand it looks like because he redirects with his foot that it may be a kick, but that is just inconsistent in the way they've called the rule. One hundred percent. So one hundred percent. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't know. Like, no, it was yeah. When I, you look
1: at Ottawa's goal you, that they counted this year, I yeah. posted that on the story. Yeah. Versus Matthews, It's the exact like, same goal. It's yeah. like almost the they exact don't same. They like when the stick, the skate goes off the ice, but like
2: if it, anything, the Ottawa one was more of a kick.
1: The skate didn't like. Did the
2: I don't know. You You
0: made a great point while we were watching the game. Like they just should get rid of that rule. You're allowed to headbutt. The, you're allowed to knock it off your your they butt. They just you're don't looking, want like,
1: people kicking like the, the goalies, goalies,
0: obviously. But if it's like. It should be like a like
1: a like a full soccer kick
0: motion. Not if you're like slightly turning your blade. But oh look, he slightly pushed it forward. It's, it's no, like, though, like, then
1: the rule should just be like mm-hmm. your blade can't leave the ice. But that's yeah. also I mean, it's subjective.
0: Yeah, it's right? too but subjective. But also
2: like nobody's gonna soccer kick. You don't. You'll miss. Yeah, the puck you'll miss. Doing exactly. That. Yeah. Like, like you're,
0: it's you're so not gonna <laughs> punch you it hear out, it what's out of the even air.
1: worse, double IHF's rule on that? There can't be an intent to direct the puck. So they take it an even step further. Make it more
2: subjective. Yeah. Uh, brutal. I think we got a little disagreement because I think Joe thinks th- overall the NHL referees do a pretty good job. I think Jason doesn't agree with that. I don't think so at all. I honestly think the NHL refereeing I mean, is like
0: the NHL is the worst officiated sports of the major four sports. Yeah, honestly, but it's also the soccer. fastest sport. It's That's also true. the
1: least amount of stops in the sport. That's it's it's so unclear that it's like do you add in somehow a ref from up above that's able sure. to make calls? Why not? I There's think
2: sh- one thing they can become more consistent on is like the use of replay in some situations. Yes. Like yeah. it's so weird. Like some things you can review and some things you can't, Yes, which makes no sense. Yeah.
1: Like ref, just put up your arms and say, "I'm we're going to review this. Not mm-hmm. like, Oh, but, I'm going to make a call on the ice and then we're going to, um, and I know I'm not sure. And then we're going to review. Like, just be like, Let's review. it. This year, they there.
2: started reviewing some of these high sticks, where a guy—if you get your own stick lifted into you by the other player, or your own player ends up hitting you with this. No, that's you, only
1: for double minors, I believe.
2: Oh, that's only for double minors.
1: Okay, exactly. Like that's my point. It
2: just doesn't make yeah. any sense. But
0: no, there's just, it just—I I feel like the officiating could be better, and it just uh, there are ways to make it better. I, I don't—I'm not the one that's yeah. going to come so up with I, these solutions. I feel but like
2: the refs
1: on the action on the ice—it's—it's very—it's not black and white at all. And Mm -hmm. I've heard this from an actual NHL ref. None of this is black and white. It's just it. I I think they're not pursuing ways to improve the Mm -hmm. officiating, um, which is a little bit annoying. And then like on the replays, like certain I don't know. Remember last year, they called a goal that was it was like oh no offside this is a goal, and then they had to tell Columbus the next period. Hey, this, this actually, oh, that worked. was crazy. Like stuff like that yeah. and is bad. I still think
2: Jason, like the, the evening up is.
0: Yeah. That's part of the problem too, is like, just be like, like with Muzzin, like that should have been a call on Muzzin. I'm a Leafs fan. Muzzin tripped a guy just because you missed the call down at the other end. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be calling it here. But like, I I think what you said though, is more my issue is that they're not trying to improve it. They're just pretending like it isn't a problem. And I think it is and like
1: oh, 100% they know it's not a, they think it's not a problem and Eric Bettman came out and said yeah that's, officials are great that's what the
0: sad that part problem? is because i think it is a problem and it does it does ruin the game like last night Dmitry orlov like clearly need uh nikolai elers tough bounce for winnipeg bad like bad karma for them but um Ew. but but like there was no penalty on the play like there should have there that was so the, the official was literally standing right there He should have, like there should have been a call there and there just wasn't like, like you said, maybe uh,
1: there has to be a guy afterwards, but it's like, that's also the issue with hockey. It's so Mm -hmm. fast paced. Like, what are you going to stop a play? Oh, we have to review this penalty. Like you don't want to take away the pace of the game, but it's like, how do you get and then if you have someone up above, like what do they do radio down a ref on the ice and then the uh, ref on the ice has to stop the play there. And then, in which case, you're undermining the refs on the ice. That's true, yeah. It, so, it's hard, it's, it's not hard, as easy as we're putting it. Yes. But, like, there, there is... Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, fold your arms and go, nope, it's great.
0: hmm yeah. And that's
2: what I feel like the NHL is doing, but... I think that's two, kind of two well-thought-out well points yeah. from either side. I think yeah. it definitely is the most difficult because of, as Joe said, the nature of the game. But at the same time, they could just also do a lot better of a job, I yeah. think. Yeah, but... It's a good conversation. Overall, pretty decent week for the Leafs. I'd say one of their worst since the first couple For weeks. Sure. For sure. Yeah, 100%. You know, one and one is not good. And the problem is, is it too... Here, I have a question for you guys. Is it too early to start checking the standings? No, no. What do you mean? Yeah. I think like after... Every uh, game, you're taking a look. What's going oh, yeah. on? It's after like
1: 35 games?
2: Because I, I can't complain about this because last year everyone said our division was so easy. But my God, this is... This division is unbelievable. Yeah. You could argue huh. three I, of the five best teams in the in the league playing one division. Right now you could argue four of the five best teams because right. Boston has just been on fire mm-hmm. lately. But yep. you you know, there's other good teams. Carolina's been playing really well, Colorado's still really good. So but I, I think four of the top seven is like pretty fair right now. So mm. yeah, there's I mean, even
1: Detroit's eighteen, seventeen and five. They just got Jamel Smith too. Big mm-hmm. ad. Yeah. Smith brothers yeah. on one line.
2: It's just it's so top heavy and right now season ends today. You're playing Tampa in the first round and you're an underdog. Yeah, like the, and, that, and also, the Le- with how good the Leafs are playing, they're still going to not be favored. Speaking
1: that of the division, the first game that Jamel Smith plays with Giovanni, that's going to be something to watch. They're going to put them on this. I know what they're doing. They're going to put them on the same line and they're going to get into fifteen fights. It happened. You remember the like. They had the all-black line last year on Tampa Bay. It was Walcott, yeah. Matthew Joseph, and Jamel Smith. All three squirrely guys. That was so fun to watch. Every yeah. a, John Cooper started double shifting them. It was the last. It was one of the last games of the year. They got into like 15 fights after the whistle. So, just speaking of the division, that game is going to be a lot of fun to watch.
2: Also, friends of the program, friends, of, friends, of, friends of Joe, Jamel, and Giovanni. So, yep, Jamel, best played. of luck. Hopefully, you know. Mm-hmm. He's been, I think, good enough to play Jamel in the yeah. NHL. He's played in the NHL every year the last five years. It's just yeah. has he been able to stick? And obviously, you're, you know, you're competing against the last three years the deepest roster in the NHL. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit tough. But mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, yeah, he, he recovers from that injury and uh, he gets a good shot to, in Detroit there. But yeah. it's it's been interesting. I think did I bring it up last? Has Calgary had any home games since?
0: No, I, they had one. I think it was last night, and they won. They, they won. beat. Uh, I think it was Florida. Everyone they was lost against Ottawa. Everyone was really heavy on what, Florida. What? Pardon?
2: What'd you say? They same? had
1: like A home game. Their home games. So right now, mm-hmm. uh, at one point, Calgary had less home games than the Islanders. Yeah, yeah. Which is just insane.
2: Yeah, they're five, four, and four they at have home. 13 that seems home like games. not enough games. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Like they're eighteen, eleven, and so, like the West is a little bit weird because it's like. Calgary's outside of a playoff spot, but they have six less games played than they, they're I technically think. in a playoff spot. Yeah. Right? yeah I would say you just
2: so. got a sort of point percentage. Just gotta look at the model. I sent I <laughs> sent this to the guys. It's but, crazy to look at the Vegas stat where mm-hmm. Vegas yeah. is yeah, currently first Pacific. in the Pacific. If you took their record and put them in any of the other three divisions, they would be out of the playoffs in all of the all other three divisions. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, the all of the, the lowest point percentage in all the divisions is 0. 0.622. Which is why Edmonton being seventh in that division is embarrassing. Like that yeah. is absolutely embarrassing. Yeah. Why I've do you have to be so pissed? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about that quickly? Yeah. What do you think? what do you think Edmonton's gonna do? What's going on there? Uh, like about I would Jim Matheson? I would punch Jim Mathis. Well, not <laughs> even that. Like first Just, of all, that guy's an idiot, obviously. He needs to retire. Like, there's a lot of people, <laughs> unfortunately. In that situation, we've seen it before in Toronto too. Like they, this
1: guy's such an idiot. Yeah,
2: ex- exactly. <laughs> That's Chuck. That was such great. That was idiot. great. <laughs> they, these guys, make it about themselves, and mm-hmm. they want to say, "Oh, we're asking you about the team, Leon. Why are you getting so?" No, you're trying to get a quote out of him, and then the second question he asked, which is, "Oh, you got really frustrated so easily on the ice? Is that a good quality to get frustrated <laughs> that easily?" Like you're clearly digging, and 100. Again, I don't get why it's. In these Toronto markets, it's like the beat writers. You're covering the team. Yeah. Why are you I know you have an obligation to be a fair journalist, mm-hmm. which is fair, but you don't have to be an a-hole about
0: yeah. it. Like I I love how when he asked that question, he was like huffing and puffing. You could tell how mad he was, Jim Matheson, like but
1: I think another funny part, Steve Simmons quote tweeted. A tweet from Jim Matheson, except it wasn't Jim Matheson. It was a fake account. <laughs> him and Theo Fleury like, responded and quote-tweeted it and were like, yeah, he needs to show more respect to Jimmy. So yeah. It's like, that, guys, that's not Jim. Yeah.
0: How, about, yeah, how you're the reporter and you, the, these guys who are playing right now are the reason why you have a job, so let's show them some respect. no? Like,
2: but also, like, you're, again, they're trying to bait him. Oh, what, yeah. what do you think the team needs to do better? Uh, yeah, ask the guy who's in the Hart Trophy race every year, who won the Hart Trophy, who won the Rocky Richard, third who's in first points. in the league in gold, who's third in the league in points. Like, what, what do you want him to say? I got to be better. That's like that. That's the, ob- that's the opposite you want. That's a fake mm-hmm. answer. So you're putting him in a place where he either gives the cliche, which he gave, which is like, I don't know, we just got to be better everywhere. Or he says, our goalies suck and our D suck. Do you want him to say that? Did you hear at the beginning of the year what Jim Matheson said to Miko Koskinen? No. It was something like, "Oh, you were
1: over in Europe in the summer, but uh, uh, back here in Canada, a lot of people didn't want you to come back, and a lot of people didn't want you here." Uh, what are your thoughts about oh, that? It was just the most disrespectful. Thing I also ever. don't so, like,
2: care that he's been a scribe for forty years in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah, that not means nothing to me. Nothing. Like, I, who cares? Yeah. Hmm. I I was this the
0: guy who tweeted early in the season about how the, how good the Oilers were, how great the moves they made were. I mean, how the that Leafs was all of yet. them. When well, Mark
1: Spector tried to defend Mark? him, like all yeah. of those Edmonton... I, tr- I old, tried to big, check. He heads. deleted
0: his tweets about least That's all I know. Because if, if he you was participant participating... Jason
1: Greger, like they all, yeah. all those Edmonton guys tried to hype up the Oilers. And then when they got on a hot run, it was, oh, look, we have Zach Hyman. He has heart. Look how many goals he's scoring on open nets. <laughs> and then, oh, when there's an actual goalie he's facing, he has a little bit of trouble. Like, didn't... You should have known this. Yeah, yeah. people uh, have been screaming about it. But the
2: other thing is, again, we listen. Me and Jason listening in the car the week before. Ken Holland had an press same kind of thing. Pre- they gave him more cupcakes. A, I, he was Martin's? talking about signing a Vander Kane, a oh, guy yeah. who has some of the worst off ice issues, and it was like, oh, how's he going to acclimate to the locker room? Like. And you're trying to go at Leon yeah, Drysaitel. Go at Ken Holland. Mm-hmm. He's done nothing for this team. None of the good things on the Edmonton Oilers, other than maybe Zach Hyman, who's overpaid, were Ken Holland's doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand nothing.
1: I don't understand how it's not. Hey, Ken um, Le- Evander King got kicked off the Sharks. Essentially, was placed into the AHL and was told by his play by the. The Sharks players told management if he plays another game for the San Jose Sharks, I will request a trade. Major players on the San Jose Sharks said that about a Vander Kane. And now you want him to you want to bring him into your locker room? How is he going to get acclimated into the locker room? I don't know, I have a guess.
2: It's just, but no, that's not asked. It's Drysaddle's fault. It's McDavid's fault. Same thing in Toronto. Hmm. It's Matthews' fault. It's Marner's fault. It's just for some, it's the easy target, but it's also not fair to a guy who's playing so well. Ask him this: Hey, Ken Holland, you have some of the worst defense defensive metrics of any team in the NHL this year. Why did you give? Let me do the math. Eight mil? No. How about about twelve million to Cody, Cece, Tyson, Barry, and trading for Duncan Keith? That's twelve million dollars on your cap hit.
0: For those three players. And you also trade away Ethan Bear, who was playing for Carolina and who's done
2: relatively decent in a third line role. Mm, but b- how, how about this, this one? You have, the w- other than Seattle, probably the worst goaltending in the league right now.
1: And you re signed. You
2: Smith. gave a 39 year old Mike Smith, not one year at 2.2 million, two years at 2.2, <laughs> 2. 2.2 2. million. Those are his moves. He signed Hyman. Shock I think Hyman's a good stay. player.
1: Shocker. Mike Smith can't stay healthy this year.
2: But we talked about it with Hyman. Conor McDavid doesn't need Zach Hyman at all. No. He doesn't. He ha- Hyman helps, but he doesn't. So, I don't know, man. It's it's ugly there, and I. Well, it'll get better. But it, is this team good yeah. enough to make a run? I don't know. When Vegas is healthy, they're not beating Vegas. No, Not no. Oh,
1: when when, back, when Eichel is healthy, Pacioretty. they're not beating Vegas. Yeah, when the
2: whole crew's back in
1: Vegas, and I think so
2: Calgary's well. a better overall team right now. I think that. so too. They're still so. really strong. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I like. That Jacob Markstrom fellow in that. He's very good. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it. Eddie Lack brought up uh, a pretty good way. It was it was in relation kind of to to beat writers. He said, uh, I forget who it was, when he got traded to Carolina, um, he got pressured into writing. So a, a beat writer got pressured into writing a piece about Eddie Lack saying he was bad in the room and that they absolutely needed to move him. And he was like, that was not true. And like Eddie Lack, like, Came out and said like recently, like this is like this was a media narrative that needed to be pushed to get ma- pressure off of management, um, to make me look bad. He's like, I felt, I, I, how did, how do you think it made me feel? I've been in Vancouver how many years, and they're writing these lies about me. Like Well, well
2: think about it like this. Even think of like what Bobby Car- Clark is saying in the local media, where he's, oh god, he's could you Ron Ron imagine Hutsal. being
1: Nolan Patrick, like, and listening to this old senile loser talking about you like that?
2: Here's the thing. And this is just the name of the game. This is every sport. The reporters that get access, they don't just get it for free, right? You don't get the, oh, this is what the Oilers are looking to do in the offseason. This is who might be on the trade block from the assistant GM or the head scout or the GM without, you know, some softball questions, essentially. Yeah, make them look good. But they don't care what the players say. The players, unfortunately, are obligated to talk to the media so they can ask them whatever the heck they want.
1: Yep. Yeah, it is unfortunate, but... I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. The back. other
2: thing is, this is maybe like a galaxy brain thing, but who the heck that like actually likes sports and no sports? Who even cares about those interviews, really?
1: I like some of the pieces. Like I don't know if the people if people ask the right questions, it's pretty good. But how
2: often are they even asking the right questions anymore? Not feels like never.
1: I remember I watched in the off season. I watched the Tony D'Angelo like welcome press conference. Yeah, that's a different. But like. I got nothing from it. Like you people Then people that tried to ask the tough questions. It was like kind of unrelated, weird questions. It was like, what do you think he's going to say to this? Like, I'm a racist a-hole. Like, yeah, I'm a racist a-hole and I'm in a poorly lit room right now for some reason. That was a crazy interview.
2: Yeah. Like, how often are you going on? Like, tomorrow morning, are you going to watch whatever the Leafs, whoever the Leafs put up there for a press conference? Probably not. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not. I'm hoping someone on Twitter does and then they they put up the good stuff.
2: (laughs) Like I don't know, it's just weird. Like I've always found the obligation to speak to the media a little weird. Going mm-hmm. back to like Marshawn Lynch and stuff like that, I just if they you don't want to Kind of need talk, to. If
1: you're in that situation, if you're in a situation where you have to write like every single day, like you need that stuff. <laughs> I don't know. That's why it's unfortunate, but like
2: it's just maybe I'm I'm on an island here. It's just I I want to watch him play. Like I sometimes there's there's situations where you need to face the media, like you lose a game seven, you got to see him. But like the every day, yeah. like. Leon's yeah. got to go there every day and listen to this practice. guy ask him yeah, yeah, yeah. after practice, after game, next practice off day. Like, what are you doing? Why are you not playing well for like weeks straight when he's one of the best players in the world? Like,
1: like there are times like, I want to know why did William Nylander shave a goatee? <laughs> why does he want to look like PC principal or Leo DiCaprio or Julian from trailer park? Boys? Or guy, like, Fieri. Or guy Fieri. Guy <laughs> Fieri as Flavor well. Town. Here we go. Uh, that'd be an interesting one there, but like, I don't know. Let's a lot of it that. is just fluff. That's
2: all. It's like yeah,
1: yeah. It is a lot of fluff.
2: Um, transitioning. Yes. All star game. Yes. I feel part- like someone in this room should rant about the all star game. Why? Something. It's a participation. Every game?
1: single year, I say I'm not watching the all star game, and I have watched it every single year. I don't know how it happens. Like I make a point. I'm like, oh, I don't know. No hockey to watch this weekend. I I end up watching it every single year. I I don't know what happens, but uh, I hope Kodak Black's playing there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I'd be swerving in the money, baby, torpedo. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, he put on a show in, in Florida there, but Definitely. Jason, you hate the all-star game?
0: Yeah, no, it's just a participation game. It's not an all-star game. Like four, four of the players in the all-star game are actually the ones who, I think like the last men in are the ones, like are all-stars to me because they actually made Kadri. it, right? Kadri, Stamkos—I forget what the other two were. But
1: were you okay with Leo Komarov going in <laughs> when the Leafs? <laughs> when, I, when no, I, I, think no, I didn't care. It was ridiculous. Was what yeah, about when
0: Zegmis Gregerson? I think uh, for the Zemges Buffalo. Zegmis <laughs> Gergensen, because <laughs> all the guys <laughs> all <something>. of
1: Latvia <laughs> voted for him. It's like Lat- there was these two Latvian guys that made a rap about him. Crazy. That but was yeah, insane. No. I you think
2: know, you know who, who, which sport has the best All Star game? You think when you NBA. think about it, NBA. NBA by far. Does every team in the NBA get an All Star? No. no, 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 not even close. They and I don't. think that they I think don't.
0: the NHL All Star would be so much better if they were, if if the best players got voted in because like it would it would be different every year, right? Like a guy like Kadri who might not have made it in years prior would he'd be a shoe like, and he's in this year, right? I don't I know. I had There's reasons
1: in the past why I was like, oh, it makes sense mm-hmm. that. Player X like Dylan Larkin made it or uh but now he's made it like four times Has he ever even really been that he's like, like he's like uh, the lead, what what Thomas caberlet was for the Leafs you remember Thomas caberlet yeah. just was in every single mm-hmm. year it was like did he deserve it this year yeah. well, I don't know, I mean. I don't know, does it make you more likely to watch if you're Buffalo and Rasmus Stalin finally gets in? They don't, don't even that, like Rasmus Stalin. Yeah, the, they're they're
2: hated on that, that.
0: That's the problem that for shoot. me with the All-Star game is that I think the NHL thinks that like if, if a team has a player in, that team's fan base will watch. But like the point of the All-Star game isn't for all the team fan bases to watch. The point is to grow the well, game using the All-Star to, game, right? Like They
1: do have to drive viewership right that's true but I, but if, if are you more likely if you live like if you live in Toronto are you more likely to watch the all-star game now that Steven Stamkos is in or if like if we only got one person in
2: I I for me it's probably equal but yeah. that might not be the mm-hmm. unanimous answer
1: yeah right
0: like like I think having both Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl in the all-star game would help Grow the game significantly than just only one of those two guys. That's just like a small example, but yeah.
1: Anyways, Do they still bring the young stars in?
2: I don't think so. See, like those that are things they sh- They they did bring back the breakaway challenge. Mm-hmm. They're bringing back so home uh, targets, the targets, targets, which is these yeah. are like cool, the fun things. things. Right? The skills competition is always like, fun to watch. But I just think like remember when they did Team Canada versus the World All Star Games, and then it gave, gave it like a. Com- it didn't animosity. it wasn't worth anything but it was like a cool reason to yeah. watch that was cool i don't know i always remember danny heatley scoring four goals
1: but i'm like how did we get away from that excitement i remember and, watching oh, and Nolan that and
2: pointing and then scoring yeah i
1: remember watching that whole all-star game that danny heatley scored four goals and i was so invested in it for some reason i was very young but like i have no idea why now looking back on it i'm like that game meant absolutely nothing
2: yeah I, I, it's weird uh, I think most people would agree, like get rid of the participation part of it because mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of players okay. get snubbed. Like I tweeted about it. Like William Nylander should hundred percent be an all-star this year. I don't care what the settings and not settings, but the, the parameters and how you vote. Like mm-hmm. you look at points, he's like second in right winger for points playing fantastic for the Leafs. good analytics. Yeah. Like that's the guy, yeah. the guy who's been five years in the league and like takes the step to become an actual star those are the guys that should be at All Star games. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, but,
0: and then the again, with the the format? The problem is the guy who would he would have to be in over is Jack Campbell, who is legitimately having a Vesna season. After his career is amazing, he was a first round pick. Uh, spent his time in the in uh, 11th, played played a couple games. So in the He went eleventh sp- overall. Yeah.
1: out of the U S. United States development program, went to the OHL. Had a little bit of a rough go mm-hmm. there. Won a World Junior gold medal though. Was very good at the World Juniors. Went to Dallas, went to Texas, uh, the AHL team. Ended up in Idaho, couple trips to Idaho, actually. In the ECHL. Played, like, 20 games in yeah. Idaho at, at one season. Um, and then got traded for Nick Ebert, who, fun fact, dated someone on Selling Sunset, I think, at one point in his life. Um, oh, I, no. thought that, yes. um, I thought that... Yes. I thought that Dallas won that trade, actually. I thought Nick Ebert was okay. I was very 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 wrong on that one and then he so he got traded he was in ontario for a full season ontario reign the la kings team and then got called up and started to play some games for la Mm -hmm. won a spot there and then uh the rest is history yeah
2: one of the best trades maybe in the last 10 years for the toronto yeah for
0: sure and uh, jason spetz had a great little anecdote about how when he used to play on the starts he actually used to like take shots at practice on campbell and he mentioned that even though he was a young goalie, he would still stay back and, at practice and be willing to be the guy who, who just tries and, and stays the ex- extra, stays on the ice for more, longer than needed. He didn't just call it quits right when practice was done. He would stay on the ice, and he'd let Sch- Spetsa shoot some pucks on him. So it's good yeah. for him for making the All-Star game. He deserves it.
1: Huh? And I mean, if you're J- Jack Campbell, like a little goaltending thing, like Jason Spezza probably does not like to keep the puck down. Like He probably took a couple to the off dome, the or yeah, or yeah, off, the, off the dome, off the collarbone. That's why Mrazek exactly. loves them,
2: guys. I have a question for you. I don't. Are you looking at the All Star rosters right now? No, I'm
1: trying to find. do don't don't, don't don't don't. I have a question so for you. Slow. Of the
2: original team, so not the last man in votes, okay? For all four divisions, how many defensemen in total do you think got voted in, and how many goalies do you think got voted in?
1: I know two defensemen in the Pacific Division, like the Pacific, like the. Sorry, not the Pacific Division. The Western Conference had two defensemen.
2: The Western Conference had two defensemen. Yep. What? The Central Division had Kale McCarr, and the Pacific Division had Alex Petrangelo. We That's have it. a
1: defensive defenseman coming out of the Metro, too. Adam Pellick has, like, six points this year. But That's how crazy. are they
2: going to do a three-on-three format with one defenseman on the team? <laughs> just, I don't know. Wait, I so have I have no idea.
0: H- how does it work? Is it three-on-three with?
2: It's each division It's a four-team tournament.
1: Who would you say 30. is this year's, like, who wins the Leo Komarov Award for the All-Star Game this year? For,
2: like, guy who doesn't deserve it, who got voted yes, in? Yes, exactly. Who
0: who went, who got it in for Arizona?
2: It's, the problem is, like, uh, Clayton Keller Clayton Keller's still oh, okay. a good still player.
1: Yeah, he's playing okay.
2: The one that cut kind of, like... Is it a- Darlene? Adrian Kempe getting in for Los Angeles is kind of random, no? Yeah, that's he's having a decent Is that because, uh, what's his name, said he wasn't going to go?
1: Who said... Kopitar,
2: Dowdy or Kopitar like because I don't
1: like Dowdy was part of last man in
2: oh, okay but that's so that's not him right so why isn't I don't know It's weird
1: Nick Suzuki maybe yeah it's having a
2: rough it year it sucks because Jason said he's a top 30 he is centers. a good
1: player he's a good player but like
2: and I agreed with him
1: one of those seasons I don't yeah. know
0: that team in general is just they're a work in progress I guess Jeff yeah. Gordon's gonna have a lot of
2: fun with that I think
1: Jeff Gordon and Kent Hughes yeah Ken yeah. Hughes now too. Someone tried to say Drake Batherson doesn't deserve. it. Sorry, class. this
2: actually includes the last man in. So including the last man in.
1: Yeah they have. Yeah, because Kadri got in. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know who the other one was, but, anyways, Drake Batherson is having a fantastic. Yeah, year. I think he, he is that. absolutely not winning the Leo Komarov Award. No. Of excellence. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, defensive defenseman in the All Star Game. That's gonna be fun. To the watch. problem is yeah. he's a good player. Yeah. So he like is a great player. I love Adam Pellick. In the playoffs, I would want him on my team any day. But it's the all-star. What is he gonna sh- block shots in the skills competition?
2: Also, have we now graduated to like Kyle Connor, deservedly, soulmate the all-star team for Winnipeg? Like people realize him he's and Ehlers are better player, yeah. than Shifley and Connor. Are Shifley and Wheeler now? Is that? I, I think. Well,
1: Wheeler's been injured all year. Yeah. Um, Shifley
2: got hurt too, but.
1: but yeah, Ehlers, yeah. Just something
2: we Let's were talking something. about last year, that's all. Like
1: Something interesting Dom LeCision brought up in an article. We are all over the place today, but who cares? Mm. Just free-flowing free thoughts. Um, since Dave, Dave Lowry... Uh, yeah, anyways, coach. the coach the of coach, the Winnipeg yeah. Jets, uh, Mr. Lowry, Coach Lowry, I don't know. You're right, Dave Adam Lowry's Lowery. dad... That's who That's it his is. Father, yeah. It is Adam Lowry no, it's on the Winnipeg. It's Adam Lowry on the Winnipeg. It's his dad? his dad. Since he's been named head coach, Adam Lowry's time on ice has gone up two minutes a game. Oh, <laughs> it's his dad. It's his dad. Is, are you sure it's his dad? I'm it is. positive. I swear, Pierre Luc Dubois' dad works for the AHL team too. <laughs> I like look it up. It's hundred percent a it's fact. His so dad. wait, what,
0: what was the stat?
1: It's his time on ice has gone up 2 That's minutes crazy. a game since his dad is no shit. the head coach. No His dad's
2: the coach. This <laughs> a is, bit is of classic. Nepotism.
1: This is classic crazy.
2: AAA like Toronto, I don't know, what North York Rangers where the guy stinks and he North
1: gets- York Rangers, but he tried Toronto 2000 and uh, 2010 Toronto Marlies.
2: We're not going to out anyone.
1: Connor Brown. Oh. His dad <laughs> <was> the coach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we can out him. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's an easy one.
2: Yeah, yeah, but that's, in, that's a great, that's a stat surfer for yeah. for the ages. The He's ages. been trashed this year. I remember I looked earlier, like, no offense to Adam Lowry, but, like, or Dave, really rough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or Dave, La- yeah, what, no what, offense to Dave Lowry's son. I yeah. saw what he, <laughs> wait, didn't
0: he say, like, oh, yeah, he said afterwards they should have hired Ehlers' dad as the coach. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, hold up! I want to I want to pull this up now. So they played the Red Wings this week. Adam Lowry played more than p- three minutes more than Pierre Luc Dubois, and like that's just
1: yeah craziness, isn't it?
2: Now we're looking at Adam Lowry ice time.
1: <laughs> We've gotten that deep. Anyways, um, Leafs upcoming schedule. He played
2: more. Ehlers played thirteen minutes in their last game, and Lowry played sixteen forty five. <laughs> that's crazy. But was Eli- got hurt, I think. I don't think they hired the
1: right guy. Yeah, maybe not, but... Who knows? I don't know what the record is since Paul Maurice just quit. quit. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's been just
2: a do weird we, season, man, we,
0: honestly. Oh, yeah. Do we quickly, before we go, want to touch on... Uh, or Sorry, uh, trade All-Star, deadline, yeah, maybe? Yeah, let's
1: talk about All-Star more. Uh, trade deadline. So, so I don't think... The, uh, apparently, Elliot Friedman came out and said the Leafs are not opposed to emptying some cap space to acquire a player.
2: So who would be emptying? Is that Nick Richie? Is that Nick Richie? Is that Peter
0: Mrazek? Is, is that Justin that,
2: Hall? Like, I hope it's not Engvall. No, um, who said Engvall? he said Mrazek?
1: I just usually Engvall is the one ah, that we always throw in yeah. there. Right. I hope it's not Engvall. Yeah. but what
0: if I if think Engvall's earned his way onto yeah. the like oh, onto the team what if as it's like it's a Engvall
2: to get piece. Joe Pavelski. Okay, uh, but that's how is that even possible? That does. What do you mean? It, how is it possible? How, how does much does Joe Pavelski make? I'm saying in terms of like the. Just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Like, I'm, the point I'm trying to make is Engvall's been good, yeah, but he's not untouchable. No, obviously. Yeah, obviously, Joe
1: Pavelski's having a hell of a year, and too. And he's an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm.
2: And Dallas is, seems like they're leaning towards the selling side of it, or we're just over-reading too much into the Klingberg situation, which seems to have gone south there. I the think coach said some bad things to say about him.
1: I don't yeah. know. I mean, we'll see how it... I think that's a more of a we'll see how that develops, because yeah. Friedman did say it's... I think he's thinks that Dallas is going to stay put. But then, like, when Klingberg comes out and says, like, I still don't have a contract, why am I here? Mm-hmm. And,
2: like, other I than think... the Atlantic, that's been the best points-wise division. If you look, yeah, third fourth place in that division is Minnesota with 47 points in 35 games, and Dallas has 38 in 36 games. So mm-hmm. we're talking they're going to have to make up essentially 10 oh. points the rest of the way, which is it's a tall task. Uh, from the from the summer, not to get on a Dallas round, we were all over this being a weird team this year, though the goalie situation was weird. Yeah, they didn't really make any significant additions. Brain hope he has been solid though. But it's it's just it's been weird. I don't know that team's just they're they stuck in the middle team right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They didn't. I mean, some positives to it. I think it. Who's the guy that got? Who is your underrated player? Rupe Hens. Rupe Hens. He's nasty.
2: They're they're. Worst hints, players. Sorry, it's hints,
1: uh Robertson, Robertson and, Pavelski. and Pavelski. Pavelski. That line is their number one line. Sagan's been bad. So that's why they Ben's apparently they don't want to sign Klingberg long term because Sagan and Ben are eating up all this cap space mm-hmm. and they stink.
2: Yeah. But the only thing is Sagan, like, he missed almost a full year. He missed a full yeah. year. So you got to give him a bit of really time, big. I would say.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, hope, I'd hope he can rebound because he's making a lot of money. So but right. he
2: is 30 now. Like, it sneaks, sneaks up on you, man. So Tyler Sagan's 30. Like, Yeah.
0: But moving on from Dallas, I was just going to say the least, if they were to make a deal, like, I think we can all agree that the, the thing they should do is make a deal for a defenseman, right? Like, I think yeah. they should address defenseman over forward. So, uh, I think it's Pierre Lebrun. Or, sorry, Eric do Duhatchek. Sorry, okay. br- brutalize his name. Put out a 2022 NHL trade board for oh. the trade deadline. I'm just going to go through and look yeah. at some okay. of the defensemen. Okay. Okay. So, the top... Number one guy on the list is Jacob Chitrin. I, don't, I, I,
2: don't, I just feel like the Leafs aren't in on that. Yeah, I feel I like it's too, too tough for
0: them to get. doesn't
2: make sense long term. They would, but I don't think they'll be willing to give up mm-hmm. necessarily what is what yeah. wanted. And then John Klingberg is obviously the next one. Let's so, talk Klingberg. It's a seamless fit with Muzzin. Yeah. Second pairing. I don't think so, yeah. You roll Riley Brody, I'm Muzzin, not worried about Klingberg. the
1: defensive metrics. Almost yeah. at he's all. a
2: good player. I think everyone knows he's having a bit of a rough year, but... yeah. He's not that old. Like we saw, it. we've seen him in the playoffs play fantastic, which is a big exactly. factor. Yeah. And getting someone more mobile, as we've seen with Muzzin, has been good in the past. And so, if that happens, obviously, you think probably one of
0: Hall, Dermott, or like a defenseman would have to get traded in that. Like,
2: yeah, they can book their
1: flight together. I don't care. <laughs> both out of here.
0: <laughs> but um, I was just just out of curiosity. If if they were like, would you want it? Like one or the other, or do you think even Lilligan could be a part of that deal, maybe? Or do you think that's just too I think much? i to get hold for back a for, a,
2: for a rental because mm-hmm. I, I think, as you said, even though they said they're going to trade Klinger, I think as a team, they're still on like a wait and see because they, oh, it was like rumored this weekend that he was going to get traded right away, and then like he didn't. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. yeah,
1: as I mentioned in a previous episode, I think the playoffs is very, very attractive to a lot of teams. Yeah, especially they need to make like up you that said. money. Yeah. yeah, right. The yeah.
2: other thing is, man it'll be great news if this, these restrictions are lifted mm-hmm. for guys coming to Toronto. Oh yeah. I know Pavelski has a modified no trade. I don't know if Klingberg does or not, but there's a lot of players in the league right now who have modified no trades who might just say Canada's off my list Canada's for a trade deadline. So, freaking oh, list. but we're, we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Which is good. So yeah. then uh, next
0: on the list is a guy who I like, Mark Giordano. Who I, I'd love for I brought the up You I
2: said always no. a left offense. Yeah. Man. But I honestly, like it screw on. it. I, as if him and TJ Brody, like, less than a couple of years ago was not the best pairing in the NHL. Yeah. But yeah.
0: what do you think the cost would be for Mark like Mark Giordano? Do you think Do you think the Leafs should be, like, willing to pay a first for him? Do you think we could so do you think we can get away with it? I'm very
1: unsure what the cost would be for Mark Giordano simply because Seattle has decided to galaxy-brain <sighs> themselves and they don't know how to value players in general. Yeah. NHL players, they just don't know how to value them. Like, they look at one—I don't know what like what that— Fantasy draft or whatever the expansion draft. I don't know what the hell that was. So that really murkies the waters. Like, are they going to try to ask for three first round picks for Mark Giordano to
0: <laughs> so just to make up lost ground on what they could have had? Something. Yeah, I don't like,
1: or it? are they going to go so, ooh uh, a second and panic and just get rid of everyone? Like, I, I have no idea. So I
0: I was thinking about because I was thinking a lot about Mark Giordano. I think he'd be an in, like he, he looks like a good fit, but. Um, uh, I think it was Scott Wheeler put out a pro- like as he puts out his annual prospect pool rankings, and obviously yeah. the thirty second team is the Seattle Kraken. So I wonder if like they're going to look more to get prospects over picks in probably in, at the trade deadline. And I think like if that's the case, I think that's someone who the Leafs should target because I think that our draft our draft capital is already so weak, and I think we, we've done well in in like executing on getting some good prospects, and our prospect pool does feel a lot thicker than we thought it would be. Sorry, that was a weird way to describe no, but it. But yeah. The only
2: thing I would say is like they could just also say we suck. I think before, when they wanted to be good, they probably would want more 20, 21-year-old, maybe late first, early second round type guys. Now it's like they could just get picks and just mm-hmm. kind of rebuild. Yeah. So yeah. would you deal... Here's a hypothetical trade. Topi Nimola and a second round pick this year and a third round pick next year for Mark Giordano. Is, isn't is Topi Nimola? I, I don't know how good Topi Nimala is compared Very to the
1: right,
0: but I assume, is, is he not like our number one right now? No. No?
1: I wouldn't say number, no.
2: Um, he's number three. Yeah,
0: number three Amarov, behind. Robertson,
2: uh, Nimala.
1: Right, eh, could be some, number two. Th-
0: I've seen some people on Twitter say that maybe he's like jumped ahead of us. Because these people, those people don't, I d- I don't watch.
1: I don't know. I don't know. All the people that know. actually watch have said like, no, it's, it's Amarov or Robertson up there. Okay. The problem is Amarov's is not then, playing. So yeah. I, we, uh, he's getting blackballed. To exactly. What happens? No, so Nimala is a very good player. He's a very good prospect. Um, I would do that for Mark Giordano. Screw it. Why yeah. not? Also,
2: I, was it maybe this is like a not a scoop to say? Like, was it you that sent me something that was along the lines of he wants to come play in Toronto? It was you. Yeah. Yeah. Giordano, little inside yeah. source yeah, he's from
1: like, from Oakville. I no, believe. but like
2: he wants to play. Yeah.
1: Wants to. Wants to. Wants to. No, obviously, like maybe.
2: we can read we, between we, the we're, lines we're, saying, but I, I believe that there are. The rumblings about him getting traded are out there now, and mm-hmm. I think... I mean, he's number four on this list in total, not just the... Th- hes nah, the thirty they talked about it on the radio. Yeah. They talked about it on 31 Thoughts. Like,
1: I swear the Rangers were interested in him in the preseason, or like before it. the season. Yeah, or so like right after the expansion draft. Remember, there was
2: yeah. rumors of being flipped, so... Yeah. yeah. I, I um, think we'd take him, and you figure out the handedness. 100%. I think later. that's the, the best way just to go. Script. Just roll three... Just roll six left-handed defensemen. Who cares? Also, like, if... This is going to sound so galaxy brain, but like... Is it bad if he just plays on the third pairing and you have a really good, evenly built top six that you could play in any Maybe. situation? Who knows? And then you could tweak that if you have to. Mm-hmm. David Savard, who's not as good as Mark Giordano, I understand. They gave a first-round pick for David Savard, and he played on the third pairing, yeah. but he played really well. Yeah, And yeah. it wasn't like a third-pairing yeah. sheltered role. I'm just to, saying, uh, I my like idea, idea would yeah. be... Throw him in the top four and just figure it out. But I'm just saying, let's say it devil's get advocate, him on the team. Get him on the team and yeah. figure it out.
0: But maybe, maybe at this Why point, not? like with the way Muzzin's playing, you'd want Muzzin on that third praying role. Who knows? They're not taking, like...
1: It's no secret. And they even addressed it. They said he's, he's he not playing need, as well as they want to. He needs to be better. To, they're but, trying to figure out what that is. Yeah, so... That,
2: and I think even a potential little... Maybe a little off-season one or two-year extension if he plays well for Giovanna oh, yeah. and keep him... Not crazy money, but... yeah.
1: He's made a ton of money.
2: Yeah. Finish your career where...
0: Talk to Jason Spezza. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I don't know
1: if I said this on the podcast, the story about uh, when Mark Giordano signed his extension. I don't think so. So a few years ago from 20... In the summers from 2015... Yeah, 2015 to 2017. So three summers. I would skate with this group out in Brampton. Um was that Fletcher's or something like that, a couple times a week. So in this group, Mark Giordano was the major one. Cody Hodgson, very, very nice guy. Um, TJ Brody would come down once a week from Chatham. He would drive all the way from Chatham to Brampton for these skates. And so we had just finished. There was one hour, and then there's a flood, and then there's a second hour where there's like three-on-three. They do a little tournament. And so I get off. We all get off the ice after the first hour. Uh, I take a look at my phone. The bottom notification is Mark Giordano signs a what was it six-year, thirty-eight million dollar extension. It was a big one. Mm-hmm. And like I looked at him, like just getting off the ice, and I'm like, Gio, when did you sign this? He's like, Oh, today.
2: Just nothing, <laughs> eh? Just <the> a <laughs> humble. Guy. I think. I and mean, al-
1: he's like, Oh, I go- we got to hurry up for the second hour. The PR guy won't stop. Le- won't leave <laughs> me alone. <laughs> it's just
2: honestly, he, he just. From what everyone said, he's just, like, a real real nice guy, Hockey Ma- guy. He, like. he, uh, he also raises
1: a ton of money for charity in Calgary there.
2: Bring him in, man. Just bring him in. Yeah, he's a workhorse,
1: very, very competitive, like, one of the most competitive guys ever. Mm-hmm. And oh, anyone yeah. in any situation will agree, like, in life. Like, he's just <laughs> so competitive. So would
2: you give a first-round pick,
0: then?
1: Yes, 100% okay. for year okay. I, w- okay. I would
0: try my 100%. best not to, but I think if it has, you have to, you do it.
1: Yeah, I mean... It just That's sucks. the thing. Like anyone that throws out these, oh, we're gonna give what? Remember, it was a second in Jeremy Bracco for
2: everyone on for everyone.
1: The sun, yeah. No, you you need you're. First round, round pick is going to be gone. Yeah, the only problem
0: is if they do that, is that they only have a seventh. They gave a first second. round
1: pick for Nick Foligno. Yeah,
0: well, let's not talk about that. So we, the only problem is we have a second and seventh. That's those are only two picks next year. Second and a seventh. It, it, honestly, who at cares this, at this point, point? Though
2: exactly, yeah. what are you saving it for? Like, and if
0: you and again, if you do if,
2: Matthew Nice in the Ta- second Tampa round, Tampa gave and up three first round picks in two years, yeah. and they just won two cups. You're right. Yeah. And their top
1: prospect from the year before, uh, Foot. Foot, yeah, yeah you're as well. Right. Yeah. And they just won two cups. And their young guys are looking pretty good right now. Yeah. few of them. It's right? they have the Taylor best, Radish. Best development in the league. we
2: talking about it. They do a great job.
1: Yeah. Hockey DB sort by points. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>
2: Quickly, let's let's hammer through these last yeah, couple sorry, guys. Sorry. No,
0: next on the list is Ben Sherratt. Who's... Uh, no. Nah, he's number no. five on the list. Nah, no. And then there's a quick drop-off. Though Name I think I laugh to myself and see is Erasmus Erstalainen, the
2: guy who they no, just gave up our first not. round pick for. Was, no, they would have to give a first round pick to trade him to <laughs> us. I'm serious. Yeah. You will take a first round pick with the contract, and he can play third pair. That's that would be the deal. So then Nick Letty, Calvin DeHaan. I think these are all knows. Colin
0: Miller. That's that's pretty much it on the on the trade. Big do board, the forwards. So. Forwards.
1: I would do call. I wouldn't want Colin Miller. Yeah, just like it's another it's sheltered it's third mm-hmm. pairing guy.
2: Yeah. Um. Nick Letty has been really bad this yeah year. so <laughs> oh, wow. shocker
1: they give up a second for it's him it's crazy
0: so some blue magic man interesting I'm names you. i'm seeing on the forwards is first of all thomas
2: hurdle he's like clear cut the the guy yeah. that i think that want people want yeah. um he's I, I would i would give a lot a top prospect for tom to get thomas hurdle so, so you rodian, would give rodian,
1: rodian amara yeah, yeah. first yeah yeah, yeah. Makes sense. But you and,
2: But then you try to sign him, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that'd be tough, so, but yeah.
0: So, obviously, priority, though, is defense over forward, but you'd
1: still make oh, a yeah. move for a forward if you Thomas don't get Hurdle a defense. Thomas Hurdle,
2: this year, is a top 50 player in the league. Mm-hmm. So He's been fen- – didn't he just score three goals? Or no, did oh, Timo Mayer. Sorry.
1: Timo Meier, who leads the league in five on five points. Interesting.
2: Also, I don't know if you remember, the last podcast I was on, you asked me, like, oh, are they going to be in the trade? situation and i said i think evander kane's contract is gonna get terminated do you remember me saying that yeah
1: Yeah, and then something else happened i know i know i
2: know
0: um and then phil phil kessel which is yes (laughs) absolutely the only problem is i don't think we can make the numbers work because he's still making 6.8 on that list uh that's gonna be
1: an interesting one to watch
0: I d- he's number twenty six on the list. I feel like he ha- they have the likelihood that of will go up because Philly. Low.
1: I watched them against Boston. Philly ta- looks really yeah. really it's bad. nine
2: in a row. They've lost no.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he mm-hmm. hits like fifteen.
2: They suck. Yeah. Um, they stink. The the, the thing that worries me is you look at all these teams. Boston is going to get one of these forwards. That's what sucks. Yeah. yeah. They are. Shit. They are. Yeah. Yeah, because they they
0: they're, they should be all in. Their prospect pool is really
2: Terrible. weak. They're like their their best players are 35 yeah. and older. Patrice Bergeron. Zach, who knows if Bergeron's Zach even going to come back? For want that. Help? Like, okay, sure. Or, no, it's oh Jake DeBrusque. Jake, Jake DeBrusque
1: Debrus. yeah, Debrus wants out. So that's a good trade chip right there yeah. for anyone. Yeah. So who else? You got to. who so else Jake is that? Jake DeBrusque.
0: That's that's next on the list. Then number eight. Interesting. Mark Andre Fleury doesn't apply to the Leafs, I don't think. Dominic Kubalik at number nine, 26 years old.
1: Wow. I really? think he's
0: in the last year of his deal. Yeah, he's a pending RFA. Terrible
1: defensively, very good goal scorer, though.
0: Um, Callie Yarncrook. Well, sorry,
1: terrible player. defensively, but his defensive impact were on Chicago, which, I mean, like... Mm-hmm. Didn't he play with David Kampf?
2: Uh, Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, Callie Yarncrook. Yarncrook's a
2: solid bottom sixer, but he mm-hmm. may be just the same as what Yarncrook. Yeah, that doesn't there. make sense for us. This one's funny.
0: Andreas Janssen, three point four <laughs> million with one
2: more year remaining. <laughs> People were mad at that trade. That trade helped the Leafs so much. It's crazy. That, he's, he's having a, a good year this yeah. year. He was terrible he's, last the year. The thing about Janssen, he's like a seventy-five percent Mike Hoffman player. Like he has a good shot, good scoring ability. Other than that, he really doesn't do much. Yeah. No, he's just Mango. a complimentary
1: player. That you think can kind of,
2: yeah.
0: Another interesting one: Taylor Yamamoto. Probably not this Wait, name. What? Hell, what? Yeah. Number is that, 12 is on that the like list. like when they put like Leaf's first, first round pick probably, as one of the trades. Probably, yeah. If the Oilers oh, are seeking that, a top oh. nine lineup forward, reinforcing uh, Yamoto might be a nice oh, fit. Yeah,
2: that, yeah. that would be a mistake for them. I'll tell you that right now. That would be a mistake. Yeah. Um, Just like when they almost traded Poole Yarvey. Now look at him. Mm-hmm. You could argue he's been their third best forward this year. Yeah. And then the name that I love on the list, Max Domi. Bring him home. Yeah. Bring Ooh. him home. That'd be interesting. Bring
0: yeah. him home. And then I think the rest of the name o- names on the list aren't uh, Riley Smith. It's interesting because now you're br- f- you're bringing Foley. a guy in
2: to be a third liner now mm-hmm. because like At the top six it seems cemented. How, if you're bringing uh, we'll it I'll, I'll say it. it's early though. It hasn't even been halfway through the year. Yeah. Kerfoot's played well so far, so I don't know. Hopefully, he keeps
0: it up. He's due for regression though. He's on his on ice shooting percentage is a little high one hundred five one hundred five PDO, but
2: hey also if I'm they not gonna, I'm if, not going say if they bring in evander Kane, though, a forward has to go out though that's yeah. the other thing about Edmonton, so sorry, what would you just say what
0: about Kerfoot? Yeah, he just has a high pdo it's one o five.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if Kerfoot ends up off that line after like a rough five yeah. ten game stretch, but he's yeah, been we've good we've he's, seen
1: him disappear for five to ten games, but
2: but right now he's been really good, so I know so why why bring it up
1: right and we know it's there's the possibility that him and mcKay have disappeared they all oh, they for some reason, they seem to get on these hot streaks and then tail off, but they're hot right now. McKayev had a fantastic game tonight.
2: It was awesome. Bottom tonight. six McKayev, greater than sign top six top six Mikheyev. Mikheyev, For yeah, sure. It looks lost out there. For sure. I don't get it.
1: But, um, yeah. Yeah, those are some interesting names. Um,
0: you want to touch on vanilla and favorite?
1: Yeah, let's do There's it.
0: There's not that many games, but. There's
1: only two, which kind of sucks. It sucks, yeah. But,. Um, I don't know. My vanilla, I guess, would be Clifford. I mean, it's just been the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's fourth line, he's played like what ten minutes combined. But it's like, it's just the impacts are so bad. Yeah. That you can't hide it anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think it's we all agree with that. Yeah. It's I, just I our th- 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 our 4 is just going to be. I think there. you got to throw
2: Sandine in there too. Yeah. For the performance. He's, tonight. Like, he
0: had really poor performance. That's fair. It's rough. And then, favorites. Ilya McKayev. Ooh. Yeah, I guess, yeah. He Mitch, won- Marner. Mitch, Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner. Oh, we didn't even touch on this. He scored a power play goal. Yay. Yeah, but like, who cares? We didn't really and Gretzky care. chirped who cares?
2: Good.
1: <laughs> Did you see that, was that video? Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, fine.
0: Yeah. that's uh, Favorite Marner and... I mean, it would be Marner,
1: Mikheyev. Matthews, or Mikheyev. Triple M. I love it. I mean, Mikheyev has... He
2: scored the... Uh, Last two games. Yeah. Another two games. Didn't he score the game before that? No. I think he missed... He didn't score against Arizona, no.
1: He didn't. Oh no, no, he didn't.
2: No, it's okay. been a while though. I like. He got a bunch of goals. McKay, and Marner. Yeah. Okay, I like it. All right, so Sandine, Clifford, McKeever, McKeev Marner. Marner. Also, I wanted to oh, just give have. one more guy credit. Like, Morgan Riley has not even been remotely bad in a long time yeah, for he's the Leafs. Yeah, has been pretty so. good this year.
1: I put so. it up before coming into this game. We
0: talked about oh, last month,
1: right? It. Uh, I thought we touched on it a bit. I don't know. I might be losing. I can't remember, but. Going into this game, he had the highest expected goals of his career. I don't know what he put up this game. He was 53.6 coming into this tonight. He led the league in five-on-five points for defensemen. Um, As I mentioned, the the defense, he seemed to really hone it in on defense there. He moves the puck very well. His power play numbers are really, really going up this year compared to years previous. I believe he's ninth in the league for power play points by a defenseman.
2: He has one less power play point this year than last year. 20 less games.
1: Exactly. Yep. And I was looking at something else. Um, since his 20-goal year, he only has 12. It's oh. kind of crazy that he has a 20-goal year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. But, yeah. I, I he has been awesome. He's
2: been great. It's funny because I know we don't have an Olympics, but this probably would have been around the time the team got named. I think he probably would have made it. Yeah. With yeah. how, he played, with this how year. he played this year, for sure.
1: We didn't have the most positive light on that contract. And, I mean... It made sense at the time. We'll see. You can. can, It's been awesome since.
0: You can say Morgan Riley has been playing well this year, and also not like the contract. You can be a part of the same camp because he is signed for nine. He's going to be on this team nine, including this year, nine more years. He gets eight years after this year, right? Total. It's great. Like that's a long. That's a long
2: time. Eight years from now, things will be different. At least we'll have a cup. USC USC national championship. All good. All
1: right. (laughs) What a way to end it off. Anyways, anything else you guys got? Any stats or follow us
0: on TikTok, follow us on Twitter, yeah. follow us on Instagram, follow us everywhere, on please. Socials. Leave a leave a like, leave a comment, rate us, review us. It helps out a lot. We're trying to grow, and uh, if you're enjoying the, if you're enjoying it, it just just let us know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you everyone for listening.
3: Go Leafs go.